Episode 41 A Promised Possession Genesis 12, 3b-9 The end of verse 3 And all the people on earth will be blessed through you is fulfilled in two ways. First, through the line of Abraham, who became the Jewish people. Through this line have come the very oracles of God, the Holy Bible. With only a few exceptions, every book in the Bible came from and was saved for posterity by Jewish hands. And also from the Jewish people have come wonderful blessings which have graced all the peoples of the world. Although they are only 2% of 1% of the population of the world, they have made up about 20% of the Nobel laureates in the past century. The Jewish people have excelled in literature, chemistry, medicine, physics, economics, etc. Apart from the Jewish people as a whole though, but still as a part of the Jewish people, this blessing given by God to Abraham finds its ultimate fulfillment in the greatest Jewish person, Jesus Christ, the Messiah of the world, who came from Abraham and in whom truly all of the families of the earth are blessed. Jesus took on humanity through the line of Abraham and he tasted God's wrath and human death for everyone. It is through him that all people, tribes, Tongues and nations are reconciled to God. Verse 4. So Abram left Haran as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. At this time, Abram was 75 years old. Abram was obedient to the word which was given. The word of the Lord to Abram is the same as the word of the Lord today. The only difference is that instead of it coming in dreams, visions or prophetic utterances, it now only comes in the pages of the Bible. It isn't complicated. Abraham was given a word from the Lord and he obeyed. We have likewise been given the word of the Lord and we disobey it at our own loss. Once his father was dead, Abram left Haran and headed to the promised land. Verse 5. Abram took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and everything they owned. They took all the servants they had gotten in Haran. They set out from Haran, planning to go to the land of Canaan in time they arrived there. Abram and his wife and Lot and everything they had, including human servants, picked up and departed to Canaan, the land of servants. And the Bible says they safely arrived too. Verse 6. Abraham travelled through that land. He went as far as the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. The Canaanites were living in the land at that time. After entering Canaan then, Abraham went as far as Shechem. This location is between Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal. Here God will meet with Abram. It's the spot where Joseph's bones would be buried after Israel returns from Egypt, and it became a town which belonged to the Levites. After Israel divided and became two countries, it would become the capital of the northern ten tribes of Israel. 
It is also the same town known in the New Testament as Sychar, where Jesus spoke to the woman at the well in John 4. The history of the place is rich and goes back through the ages to Abram and the place where God first met him in the promised land. Verse 7. The Lord appeared to Abram. The Lord said, I will give this land to your descendants. So Abram built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. The Lord appeared to Abram. What does this exactly mean? It is the first time this phrase occurs in the Bible and is perhaps a divine visitation by the master of time and space, Jesus. Numerous times in the Old Testament, the Lord appears in human form to people. It will happen to Abraham, to Joshua, to the parents of Samson, to Gideon and to others. This is the eternal Christ who is coming to meet Abraham. Jesus appears in his own past and directed human history leading to himself. This verse is so important that Paul cites it in Galatians 3 and he uses it to say that it points to the work of Christ. Here is what he says. God made promises to Abraham and his descendant. God did not say, and to your descendants. That would mean many people. But God said, and to your descendant. That means only one person. That person is Christ. This is what I mean. God had an agreement with Abraham and promised to keep it. The law, which came 430 years later, cannot change God's promise to Abraham. Can following the law give what God promised? No. If this is so, it is not God's promise that brings us the blessings. Instead, God freely gave his blessings to Abraham through the promise he had made. Verse 8. Then Abraham travelled from Shechem to the mountain east of Bethel, and he set up his tent there. Bethel was to the west, and Ai was to the east. Abram moved to a mountain east of Bethel and west of Ai. Bethel means house of God, and it will become a very important place throughout the Bible. It is where Jacob saw the ladder reaching to heaven, which Jesus claimed in the book of John was him. Ai means heap of ruins. The spot where he is now is a picture of life on earth. The house of God, Bethel, is a picture of heaven and the heap of ruins, Ai, is a picture of hell. Abram is between them, having pitched his tent. Pitching one's tent means you are a temporary pilgrim on your way to somewhere else. Verse 8 continues, There Abram built another altar to the Lord and worshipped him. Abram knew 
that the only house where divine protection can be realized is the house where the proper worship of God is established. By invoking the name of the Lord, he is acknowledging that the Lord is a mediator between him and God. Jesus is our one and only mediator, and somehow Abraham knew this too. Verse 9. After this, he travelled on towards southern Canaan. Abraham was a pilgrim in the land of servants, and after meeting with the great teacher, he heads toward the south. I hope you've seen how rich and deep these passages about Abraham are, and the beautiful pictures and symbols they contain. They all point to Jesus Christ and his work in time and history, as he carefully works out the great plan of redemption for mankind. He has given us pictures of paradise and pictures of hell, and he has shown us the way to obtain the former and avoid the latter. In the end, what he asks for is very simple. Faith. Jesus asks us to believe that he is who he said he is, and that he did what he said he has done. If we can just believe, he promises that he will safely carry us to the home which he has prepared for us. See John 14 verse 2. If you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Saviour, you are eternally saved. To the glory of God who saved you. Hallelujah and Amen.